The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the run-in. Welcome to the run-in. Welcome everyone to the Inception of Wrestling Podcast. This is the Runtin. This is the Runtin. This is the Runnin' presented by the House Show, which is presented by the Retro Network, which is still presented by fun.com. Make sure you click the link in the show notes. Save 15% off of your item at fun.com. Uh guys, we we did it. We did it. We are on the verge, the precipice of Christmas tomorrow is December 1st. Oh, love it. I'm so excited, guys. You don't understand. My inner child is is ready to to come out. It's 2020 and just trying to get power through this. Let me tell you what a crazy year it has been. Uh for me personally, uh the the what if, you know, the uneasiness of the the public school system and whether or not we're going to continue powering through. Um, it's just every day I'm just waiting for that phone call that we're shutting down. We're going to remote. Uh, I I'm thankful for every opportunity I have to go to, go to work, be in the classroom every day and be with students. And I just, I just hope we can get through the holiday season without any interruptions. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys heard from the educator there, but also to my right today, Mr. Kevin Hellions, Kevin. How, how was your Thanksgiving, buddy? Oh, Thanksgiving was fantastic. I ate a lot of food. I took a little nap. Uh, we went to another friend's house. I ate more food. I didn't nap there, though. Um, came, you know, got to spend time with my family. It was a good day. It's a good day. Uh, I am. I did not do any Black Friday shopping. Instead, I did pre-Black Friday shopping, and I went to the comic shop uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Oh, nice! Now, oh, congratulations. What'd you get? Your 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 box? Uh, they were having twenty five percent off everything in the store except for brand new issues. Oh, that's cool. So I went into the long boxes and I was like, "Here's a comic I wanted in the '80s when I was a kid. Here's another one. Here's another one. Like, let's get the stuff that when I was a kid, I said, oh, mom, buy me comics.' And I'm not buying you. You know, I bought you a comic yesterday or whatever. So I was just buying up a bunch of those. Good for you. Kevin. I know. Elise, Very Elise excited. Hates it. She's like, you got to clean this area up. I'm like, they haven't bagged and boarded them all yet, though. <laughs> got a system going. <laughs> she just doesn't understand. She doesn't get it, you know? Just doesn't get it. Well, guys, I'm excited. Today is my choice for the run-in. Um, and, and, you know, a couple weeks ago on the house show, we talked about how I was becoming a serial killer because I listened to Christmas music in uh, before, I think it was what, before Halloween? Before Halloween, man. It was crazy. Craziness. As crazy as that sounds. Um, but you guys said we have to wait till after Thanksgiving to listen to Christmas music. So I said, guys, I have a great idea for all of our listeners out there. Why don't we make a Christmas playlist? But not just any Christmas playlist. Mm-hmm. An ultimate Christmas playlist. 
Now, the rules for this are very, very simple when you're making an ultimate playlist, okay? There's three of us here. We're going to pick four songs. 12 songs is all you need for a great playlist, in my opinion. You know, you can put it on, little music during dinner, a little drive. Uh, 12 songs is really all you need for that. But it has to be 12 different artists. You can't have more than, you need a variety, right? You got a lot of people, people that you don't know. Your uncle from uh, Tallahassee's in town. He's sitting at the table. Put this on. You got to please him. You got to please grandma. You got to please everyone. And you can't play the same songs. You can't do it. Trust me, as someone who listens to the same Christmas music (laughs) over and over again at work, you can't do it. You got to switch it up. Um, So are you guys up for the challenge? I'm ready to go, man. I'm going to go probably with some classics. Maybe we'll slip in a pseudo current or modern. We'll see. I, for one, always feel challenged. And I think I'm going to pick ones that will make the two of you and listeners go, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but these, this is for real legit ones that I love. I'm sure there's a post on my site or something in my history to confirm it. I'm not just making it up for the show. All right, good. What we're going to do guys is when we compile this playlist, Mr. Kevin Hellions, Mm -hmm. you have a Spotify, correct? I do. You are going to make this playlist and put it up on Spotify because right. we want everyone to listen to it. How's that, that sound? Sounds great. Now, I have a I have a question for you guys. When we're picking these songs, okay, we're only doing twelve for a piece. Is this a shuffle? Do we want to hit shuffle on the playlist and then they play in any order, or do we want to just go in order? So say, say if we have the educator, we're going to have the educator go first. Educator leads us off with with the first song you should listen to during the playlist and then say, Kevin, you're number two. Uh, How do you think you should do it? Or should it be a shuffle? I feel it should be shuffle because three of us are coming at this from different angles. So the the songs aren't going to flow into each other. Much like High Fidelity taught us, a mixtape has to have a certain flow to it. And because there's three of us doing it, we're not going to be able to create that flow. Right. Not necessarily. Now, you know, Kevin, I know you understand this, that I used to make the mix mixtapes for the bars. You did for our parties a lot, too. For the parties as well. And I I, I think of myself as a great DJ mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. for it all. So uh, they're, they're, I'm very excited for this. DJ and a rap battle competitor. Yeah, yeah. Me and Kevin had a rap battle one time. So uh, and I won. So mm, I remember it differently. You won. Okay. You stole john cena's rap from smackdown and you used stole it. a rap from someone in the room i did not at all what are you talking about let's not get into that let's, we'll check the tapes <laughs> all right so we're going to do the ultimate christmas playlist and we're going to start it with the educator educator right. what is the number one song i guess i mean you get first pick in this draft of christmas songs well, um, that you that you start with kevin what do you got there what is that one through twelve on notebook Already. Oh, okay. So you're going to write everything down for me? Yep. All right. Nice. Good, good. You take care of that. So educator, take it away. Well, certainly a lot of options if I'm getting the first round pick here. Um, but I am going to go for one that pulls at the heartstrings every year growing up as a child. Always make sure we sit down and we watch the typical holiday theme shows and, uh, the one that is always a classic for me to watch every year. I, I own it on DVD so that the kids can watch it. 
uh, Charlie Brown Christmas and Christmas time is here from the Charlie Brown Christmas movie or the Christmas TV show. Interesting. Interesting. Kevin, are you shocked by the number one pick being the Charlie Brown song? No, no, not at all. Uh, fun fact, the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack is the number one selling jazz album of all time. Thank you, Kevin. Is that, did you write that down for your notes? No, no. Like just, that's just, that's just random stuff. I know <laughs> very, very proud of you there. All right, so I like it. I like it. I like it, Educator. Very a good start uh, for the playlist. Now, we go. Kevin Helling, do you want to go? You want to go second, or you want me to go? It's uh, up to you. I'm good either way. Why don't you go? All right. So much like Educator picked a song from his childhood that he wants to share now with the new generation. I'm picking a, a band from my childhood that released an amazing, beautiful Christmas album. There was one year, I, I love this song so much, it was my ringtone on my phone for an entire Christmas season, much to the joy and at times dismay of anyone that had to hear it. And I am picking O Come All Ye Faithful from Beautiful Singing Voices of Twisted Sister. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. So. It is amazing. I cannot wait to listen to this awesome thing because we, um, so I think we're, we're very aligned in what we like with, with wrestling. I've come to the conclusion, you know, when we think something's good, we all think it's pretty good. We like different things. I know, you know, uh, the, the educator likes when people are getting potatoed, stiff matches, hard hitting kind of old school, uh, Kevin, you go more, uh, for like the indie darlings, I would say on, on the show. Um, you know, you're, you're willing to see Christmas at, or Christmas. You're willing to see wrestling as that art form and no. the different ways that people use the canvas to paint their pictures. I'll give you that. And I like more of, and not that, not that we don't like each other's, but I go for more of the crowd pleasing athletic matches. It, it, you know, I think, and I think our musical tastes here too, are also going to, to really do that and, and really, uh, kind of, uh, symbolize how we how we enjoy wrestling as well there so you go. all right kevin so what are our first two songs we got the charlie brown charlie brown christmas time is here and oh come all you faithful from uh the twisted sisters pick number three how do i want to go where do i want to go so many hits available pretty much all of them i mean every every <laughs> christmas song i'm gonna go a, a song that i on my long drives when i was driving from buffalo all the way to, to watertown three and a half, four hour drive to, to where I live. Um, once I got Apple music, I would throw this on. I fell in love with like a Motown Christmas. Ooh, that's a great album, right? It is. And different playlists and different things like that. And I love Stevie wonder what Christmas means to me. There you go. It's fantastic. Get you in the mood. It's, it, it, it's a great song. Upbeat gets me pumped. I like it. I like well, it. Baron Twisted Sister, but let's go. <laughs> let's go. This is gonna be the weirdest playlist. I got a feeling. <laughs> do we want to snake it back, or do we just want to go with Educator uh, again? We'll just we'll do laps. All right, Educator, go care. back. You're you're number yeah. four. I, I'll take number four. And you know what? This, I, by I, the I way, was... guys, I want to say this is probably the first time in 15 years I've taken a lap. So. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, actually, uh, actually here, going with the uh, idea of Motown, um, 
I, my ears perked up thinking maybe you were going in the direction I was thinking for my next pick. Um, I'm going to stick with another classic, uh, silent night mm-hmm. as sung by boys to men. Ooh. I thought he was going somewhere different. Did you? I did too, but interesting. It means that song's off the table too. That's fine. I'm not a big silent night guy. It's all right. Uh, it's my father's favorite. My father loves Silent Night. See, I thought you were going with the Temptations version. No. Well, he was tempted to. But I, was, nah. I was tempted. Waka but waka. He, he didn't. Waka waka waka. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, when you bring it out, the Muppets Christmas Carol soundtrack. <laughs> I do like that movie, and I love the Muppet Christmas special, but I don't have like a go-to song for it. There is one song on there. One More Sleep Till Christmas? No, no. It and it's it's like a twenty second thing. It is the uh, the uh, tis the season to be jolly and joyless. Hmm. The scat version though, when they're walking right. home, Tiny Tim and Kermit is so good. But I can't find a. I only find like the minute version of it. I want like a five minute version well, of it. Full deal, yeah. baby. Yeah, because I watched it when Disney Plus launched last year. I had to watch that. So a great, a fantastic movie. It's in our movie playlist. All right, Kevin. All right. Like it's not like what other uh, what did, did Poison come out with a Christmas album that you can uh, reference here? Motley Crue, maybe he's gonna come out with. I mean, he's gonna be some <laughs> sort of like docking Christmas, <laughs> right? Dancing I mean, you're, Santa you're, Santa. Like, I mean, you're close on a lot of. The... <laughs> all right, um, all right. So I am well aware that neither of you have ever heard of this. It is a band called Slade, and the song is "Merry Christmas, Everybody." This is the this is the equivalent of Kevin taking uh uh you know oh, Cesaro my... and Shinsuke in round two. Round two. <laughs> there, I I have a couple of songs that were rock songs, mostly, um, like from the UK, and the bands never really crossed over and had big hits in America. But these songs got catchy, so I would hear them like when the local classic rock stations want to play Christmas music. There's always a couple that they play. And then they were sneaking in some other ones. I was like, oh, I like this. What is it? Finally, thanks to the internet, I was able to find it. I actually worked at a store one year that just had a crazy playlist. And these were on it as well. I thought, these songs are fantastic. And no one knows them. So they could be like my Christmas songs that I don't hear all the time when I'm out at Christmas time. That you could listen to like in your car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Have either of you ever done Whamageddon at Christmas time? No. What is that? You go from Thanksgiving until Christmas and see who can go the longest without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, I would. I, they play that at work. So I told you it would be out right away. Yeah, and it has yeah. to be like naturally. You can't play it for someone and force them to lose. And it can't. Right. It's got to be Wham. It can't. It has it can't to be, be Wham's version. I listened to the uh, a CD or an album last night that had a Christmas album that had a version of that, which was not good. So. No. All right, Kevin. I don't know. I got to listen to that song. I have no clue. I've never heard it. So is it metal? What is what is how, what's the musical style on that? Um 60 70s British rock. No, oh, okay. Um a dose of like early, you know, punk or metal like we're doing a little more with our guitars, but not like like the start of Marty McFly's performance in Back to the Future, but not when he goes into the guitar solo. Oh, okay. Like we got a dose of something heavier here. All right. Well, that's enough of that crappy song. So let's move on to the next one, to my pick, baby. The Treats pick. The Treats brand. 
official Treats brand Christmas songs. All right, so we're going to go with a classic song, song, Wonderful Christmas Time, but we're going to do a band called Tuxedo, who did a uh, disco funk version of the song, released it last year, two years ago. Fantastic. Tuxedo. They are a great group, too, if you ever want to just listen to some fun music. So Uh, it's a great song. God, I I love that song. You know, I, I know the song. I don't know this version, but I know the song. Right. Yeah, yeah. Take that song off the table. Kevin's going weird. I'm going to get weird with it. As, <laughs> as the educator picks uh, Wish You a Merry Christmas by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> to, to, to go. All right, educator, you're you're on the board as we do another lap here. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm going with classics every year when we put up the Christmas tree and we're going to be, you know, uh, I'm assuming that we would have done the same this past weekend uh, after Thanksgiving here. Uh, we have a, a bunch of CDs that we, we put in um, and we, we listen to some classics and I, I just every year we, we listen to the same CD and. Uh, Tony Bennett, Winter Wonderland, is on there, and I just I love that song, man. It just it really Good gets song. me going for that time of the year. Can't you see it? Uh, just everyone, close your eyes. That's listening there. All right, so it's you know Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay, little educator and educatettes out <laughs> putting tree putting trees up, putting, hanging the ornaments on the tree. The educator and the misses. Posted up at the wet bar, drinking a martini. That's right. Tony Bet- Tony Bennett's playing in the background. <laughs> Kevin, are you miming? This? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know. Is Ke- Kevin's officially on video for the first time ever, the and he first is. Time. He's I'm miming. Just hamming me. it up. Yeah, he's hamming it up, trying to get us to pop, but it's not working. So we're gonna no sell that. But uh, uh, add that to your Patreon notes if we could record your video call. <laughs> record my video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I just, I just, I think it. Now, let me ask you, educator, and, let me, and then I'll, I'll move on to Kevin because I know, you know, you've been a family man for longer than Kevin has been, um, with with your children, with the three of them. When did you start the traditions? Was it the first year you had a kid? Like, um, I would say when when my oldest, who's now sixteen, probably when she was three, we we it became a uh, and every year it was the sunday after thanksgiving where we would put we do the decorations put up the tree and i would say um in the last 6 or 7 years now we're actually we're not doing a an artificial tree that we pack away we go out and we go to a christmas tree farm and we cut, get a live tree cut down and we uh pack it up take it home and yeah, it's a whole deal, and we love it every year. And we just we power through, and we we get new memories set, and just love it. Now, same question for you, Kevin, because I know you have uh, Declan Axe there. Uh, what kind of traditions? When did you guys start those? I mean, honestly, we had our own and just continued with it when he was born. Um, we have uh, one of our original iPods is full of Christmas music, so it just kind of like goes away you know, 11 months out of the year and comes out. Now it's loaded up with Christmas music. I have a list of, you know, movies and specials I want to watch every year. So once Declan was born, I I'm already in this pattern. So he would just watch it too. Um, when, uh, my wife was big on like the trees usually taken down shortly after Christmas. 
but my mom always keeps it up through New Year's until the Feast of the Epiphany, the Feast of the Three Kings. So I have to have it up through then. At least I can't stand the tree coming down like Christmas Day or the 26th. That just bothers me. No, yeah, we would always keep it up through um, the New Year as well. Um, but I, I, I think after the New Year, after because it was always nice having a tree up on New Year's Eve. I always thought if yeah. We, we would have people come over to the house and stuff like that tree would always be up so well and also just wait it is like you know christmas you might be with one group of people and then you might have a different family gathering another day you might have you know friends stop over a different day so there could be gift exchanges on multiple days so why not do you guys know anyone that takes their tree down on the 26th educator when do you take yours down um we we try to go after new year's and my my wife and i had a discussion this year that we are probably going to push it even later just because of just this holiday season has been tough with the social distancing and all that stuff um we're gonna just try to keep the house as merry and as festive Mm -hmm. as well as long as possible going all mcfoley with it yeah i mean uh it'll be definitely down by valentine's day but uh (laughs) but we're uh we're we're gonna definitely push into january easily when i was younger we would do you know christmas morning was at my mom's we'd wake up and you know just within our house do christmas and then later on we'd drive down to either my grandparents house or my aunt's house which was like four blocks away but what we would do is we'd take like sort of a zigzag route down until we found a tree that was already out in the snowbank at like noon on Christmas. And every year we would find multiple ones. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Do you even enjoy it? Yeah. I'll put all that work in just to, to throw it away. Yeah. It's nuts. But all right, Kevin. Educator's got his drink from his wet bar. Tony Bennett in the background. Tony Bennett, baby. All right, I'm I'm bouncing around here because we only get four choices each, so I can't get every pick I want. So I'm kind of like, all right, what what do I have to put on there? So I'm gonna put a, a, a nice celebratory one on here. Good drinking Christmas song too, and I'm gonna put on Dropkick Murphys. The seasons upon us. I've not heard the song. I've not I heard any you, of your songs, Kevin. I think you would both get kick out of the song, especially the video. Video is fantastic. Really getting some insight into Kevin's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kevin wants to be the cool guy on the podcast with all these cool indie, indie selections. So, all right, God, what do I want to go with here? I mean, we got some heavy hitters out there. Mariah Carey still out there. I hear that song enough, though. I'm not putting it yeah. on my list. Like, yeah. there's c- certain songs I try to stay away from. We're gonna go with a a live version of a song. I got to do Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Really? All right. Nice. I love it. That song's fantastic. It's so much fun. Yeah. This puts me in a good mood. I'm trying to pick songs that put me in a good mood. Yeah. That's what the holidays are about. I like it. Yeah, Kevin. What? Do you have a problem with Bruce in the E Street Band? No, no. It's just not where I I thought you were going. Where did you you think I was going? Run DMC? Christmas and Hell? Well, I mean, I myself, I have a problem with Bruce, but it's Bruce Hart. Oh, <laughs> both of them are bosses, though. So both, both of them, them are bosses. bosses. Yeah. All right. This is going to be your last pick, educator. Last pick. And um, this is going to be a throwback to our our roots, our our personal upbringings, our our Catholic high school traditions. 
Um, but I'm going to put a modern spin on it only because I had the opportunity uh, to bring my kid to go see these guys in concert. Uh, didn't get to see this particular song uh, played live uh, pre-COVID, but or sung live uh, pre-COVID, but did get the opportunity to take my oldest to a concert with one of her friends and got to see um, this particular group. So my last pick is going to be Hallelujah. As sung by Pentatonix. Oh. Is that one of the ones? Now, I've listened to a Pentatonix album. Mm-hmm. The The song structures are fantastic. Yeah. Voices are great. I can't get into it, though. No? Like, it's I, just not my thing. No. Um, is I, this uh, one of them that they just do just that song? They don't mix in? They don't do, no. like, a medley and stuff like that? No, because I know medley, they do that no. with a lot of different songs and no. stuff like that. It's straight up. It's really good. I'll have to check that out because, like I said, I, and I've tried doing their whole album. I just can't get into. It. I don't know what it is because I lo- like you would like it. You think I would like it, but it's just not a good mixture for me. I hear you. Well, so Kiss's first albums were all considered flops, but when they did Kiss Alive, which was a live in quotes uh, recording of a concert, that was the first album that blew up because Kiss is the performance of it. So right. I wonder for Pentatonic, Pentatonics, for example, because you're only listening to it and miss now the whole performance, you're missing a part of why people like it. Right. Yeah. That's why I picked uh, Bruce Springsteen live. There you go. All right, Mr. Kevin, what sort of yeah. German rock do you have for us? <laughs> what sort of Krampus theme song do you have? I, I mean, there's a chance, you know, it. there's a chance it's it's a drunk song it's kind of a song about being miserable around the holidays but you're you know you gotta be happy with who you're with even if it's maybe not who you want to be with it's depressing it's fun it's a little controversial but man it's good i'm going with fairy tale of new york by the pokes once again i have no idea (laughs) yeah i got nothing the good thing is is kevin is we're going to be discovering these christmas songs from you yeah it's good I'm being introduced to something. So new. let me ask you, Kevin, because you probably knew we weren't going to pick the songs you wanted, right? I mean, yeah. So how many songs did you have written down? Um, Out had, of curiosity that we probably didn't listen to or would know. All right. I had a couple more. Um, there's a band called Wizard with two Zs <laughs> that has a Christmas song. I like their podcast. comes out Wednesdays on the Retro Network. <laughs> Uh, I was debating um, Christmas and Hollis. I do like that a lot. And I was debating Trans-Siberian Orchestra. All right, guys. It's my pick. I got to go with, and I've mentioned him before. This is the album that I listened to during Halloween. Um, album that came out two years ago, three years ago by this point, And it has, is my favorite Christmas album. Like, can't be beat. It's all originals, too, which is fantastic. Doesn't do any covers, and he's got a live or he's doing a live special in a couple weeks. Plug to him. Uh, the guy's name is J.D. McPherson. Okay, and the song is "Every Single Christmas." It is. You can't help but put yourself in a good mood when you hear it. Um, I really think it appeases everyone at this uh, at this round table. Uh, for the educator, it's not a classic song, but it's got a classic sound. If that cool. makes sense. I like it. Uh, and then Kevin, no one's heard of him. So you probably will <laughs> like that, you know? Um, and then of course, like I said, 
I, I, I love it. It's fantastic. So, Kevin, why don't you break down the house show, the Gingerbread House Show's ultimate Christmas playlist? All right. Here are 12 songs picked this fine Monday morning. Christmas Time is Here from Charlie Brown Christmas Special. Oh, Come All Ye Faithful from Twisted Sister. What Christmas Means to Me from Stevie Wonder. Silent Night from Boys to Men. Merry Christmas, Everybody from Slade. Wonderful Christmas Time from Tuxedo. Winter Wonderland from Tony Bennett. The Seasons Upon Us from Dropkick Murphys. Merry Christmas Baby from Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Hallelujah from Pentatonix. Fairytale of New York from the Pogues. And Every Single Christmas from J.D. McPherson. Fantastic. Fantastic list. Cannot wait to listen to it. Uh, Kevin, so you're going to have that up by, you know. I'll have a link in there, yep. Kevin, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can listen to it, add it to your Spotify uh, fantastic job guys. So any songs surprise you really? I mean, we're just playing, you know, trying to have fun with this. So <laughs> all of Kevin's <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, uh, how many, in all honesty, educator, how many religious songs you have. And considering I'm not exactly fully practicing, it's kind of weird. <laughs> no, but like it's, you know what it is though? It's what, you know, we went to a Catholic school, all three of us, and it's what we grew up on. So it's getting into that nostalgia feel. The and nostalgia and it's, it's what you know. And don't, you know, don't fix if it ain't broke kind of deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of my favorite things still to this day is um, when I was living in Buffalo, they do big Christmas festivals. My parents would come for a weekend and we'd go through, you know, Lights on the Lake, Festival of Lights, different things like that. Just put on a classic Christmas album, go look at some Christmas lights and uh yeah, just let you just melt yeah. away into the season. It's great. It's fantastic. So, yeah. all right. So that's going to do it for us at the run it on this Monday morning. Anything you guys want to say out there? Thank you guys for tuning in. And I appreciate your, uh, your willingness to give us your time and we hope you continue to enjoy the content we present. Yeah. And I just want to say, of course, follow me at Maddie treats coming up on Thursday. We have a fantastic haunted Halloween house show. We're still, we got all the, uh, we're melting in all of the uh, seasons into one. We are discussing Halloween Havoc 1998 with the main event. Is, well, there's two main events, really. The one everyone remembers, of course, is Hogan versus Warrior. But then there's an actual main event, which is DDP and Goldberg. And guys, one of those matches, really good. Uh, I'll let you guys decide. Uh, Kevin, take us home. All right. Thank you to my two co-hosts here for another great show. Thank you to the house show for hosting the run sh- the run in. Thank you for Retro Network for hosting the house show, which hosts hosts the run in. Thank you WWE Network for our usual content. Thank you Richard Reader and Jason Gross for our logos. You can follow us across the internet at TRN House Show. You can follow me at Mass Library. MassLibrary.com is the home blog. You can follow Matt at Maddie Treats. Go ahead, check on the links in the show notes, the link to this playlist, link to the Patreon, and I'm sure we got other fun links too. Thank you guys for another show. Like Treats said here, Halloween Havoc 98 coming up. Um, and just to assure our listeners, we will not run out of time on that podcast. Going to go until the finish. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.